Hello, friend. Thank you so much for joining us once again right here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. I appreciate the fact that you would finish out the week with us right here. If this is your first time listening in, welcome. Maybe you've found us in your pod favorite podcast player, Google Apple, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, you name it, wherever you happen to be listening right now. Thank you very much for that. We take it as a privilege. We take it as a pleasure to be talking to you today. I'm going to ask you to turn your Bibles to the book of Genesis. We're going to find our scripture, our text today in Genesis chapter, let's see, Genesis chapter 13. Genesis 13 is where we have taken the lion's share of our application and our thought today. We are answering a question, what deceived Lot. What deceived Lot? Who was Lot? L-O-T. He was the nephew of a great man, a patriarch of the faith, one whose name you probably know, Abraham. Well, in this passage of scripture, Abraham didn't have his name changed to Abraham until Genesis chapter 17. Here in Genesis 13, he's known as Abram, but I'll probably use those names interchangeably uh, today. Abraham had a nephew. His name was Lot. I have a nephew. His name is Lemuel, a young man, just turned five years old. Had some fun with him the other day. He was over at our house with his sister playing with my two daughters. I love watching Lem just bounce around. He is a ball of energy. He's a lot of fun. I could never imagine having strife between me and Lem. I could never imagine having any sort of disagreement. I think of it Lem, in very short order, is going to be a teenager, going to be a young man. He's only five years old right now, but before I can blink, he's going to be grown up. He's going to be as tall as I am. He's going to be playing sports, having a great old time. And there's going to be an opportunity sometime in the future for there to be a disagreement between uncle and nephew. I pray that's never the case, but it could be. And similarly, we find a passage of scripture here in Genesis where there was a disagreement between an uncle and a nephew, Abraham and Lot. And the nephew, the young man, he makes a sorry decision, a sad decision, a bad decision, and it leads him down a path that absolutely, utterly destroys and disrupts his entire life. Let me encourage you to follow along today. Before we jump into the scripture, let me tell you about a gospel tract I'm holding in my hand right now. It looks like a credit card. It's called Charge It. Oftentimes, we're at a restaurant. What do we do? We just charge it, the bill, I mean. We put it on a credit card. Well, this gospel tract looks like a credit card, but it talks about charging our sin, the sin that would keep us out of heaven, to the suffering of Jesus Christ, to the blood of Jesus Christ. It says, God has already charged your sins to Christ. Here on the back of this gospel tract, it gives a simple salvation plea, but on the front, it looks like a credit card. It catches people's eye. I'm in full-time evangelism. I travel here, there, and everywhere. I was in 60 churches last year, and I'm, I'm so excited about what God has for these upcoming months. I'll be a part of a, a junior and teen camp uh, over the summer months, and we're going to have a great time. Regardless, though, this gospel tract I use often. I put it in uh, gas station pumps all over the place. What do I do with it? After I swipe my credit card and I swipe it for gas, and I realize, I know, gas is insane, all those things. We can complain about it or we can be a gospel witness, all right? 
We have to get gas anyway, probably, if we're going anywhere. So after I swipe my credit card, I start pumping gas. I pull out one of these credit card-sized gospel tracks, and I slide it into the credit card slot. You know what? The next person that gets gas is going to have to pull out this little gospel tract. And when you're pumping gas, you've got nothing but time. You could either be on your phone for a couple of minutes, or that person that comes after you could be reading this gospel tract. Let me encourage you, go to BibleTracksInc.org today and order some of our free gospel tracts. We'll send you, if you need 500 of Charge It, we'll send them to you. If you just want to start with 25, that's fine as well. Order some of our gospel tracts. Maybe you're curious about what gospel tracts are. Maybe you need some help. Go to BibleTracksInc.org and order our sample booklet. You can get that for free as well. Appreciate so much your listenership. Let's dive in. We've got a lot to cover and a short amount of time to do so. We're in Genesis chapter 13. I've got one last announcement I just realized I've got to make. October 1st, that's a Saturday, coming up not too far away, we are going to be hosting an open house here at Bible Tracks Incorporated in Odell, Illinois. Now, let me preface this by saying, I'll make mention of this in future, our mailing address is not 603 West Prairie Street. I say again, our mailing address is not 603 West Prairie Street, Odell, Illinois, unless you're sending FedEx and UPS packages for some reason or another. If you are sending letters, you're sending post office mail, send it to P.O. Box 130. That's P.O. Box 130, Dwight, D-W-I-G-H-T, Illinois, 60420. That's P.O. Box 130 in Dwight. Now, if you are coming to our grand opening, though, on October 1st, the address you are going to come to, don't send mail here, but the address you're going to come to is 603 West Prairie Street, Odell, Illinois, 60460. I'll give it to you one more time. Mark it down. Saturday, October 1st. Next week or the week after, I'll give you the specific time frame, the actual hours of that event. We're going to have, Lord willing, right now we're talking about having some smoked chicken and some sweet corn and some stuff off the grill. And last year we had, during the open house, we had like a, a caramel apple bar. That sounds good Again, we'll see if we do that again. Regardless, the food will be free. The fellowship will be fun. The friends will be awesome. I want you to come October 1st. We'll give you the hours next time. 603 West Prairie Street. It's not the mailing address, but it is the address for you to come to our grand opening. If you need more information, feel free to reach out. You can send an email to grandopening at bibletracksinc.org. There's the email address, grandopening at bibletracksinc.org. Org. Now, we've got a short amount of time. I've given too many announcements. We've got to jump into the scriptures, all right? Genesis chapter 13, verse number 7. There was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle, and the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelled in the, then in the land. We're talking about what deceived Lot. Now, realize Lot made a horrible decision. He left his uncle and went to the land of Sodom. He saw it. His eyes deceived him. That's the first thing that deceived Lot. Also, his esteem deceived him. The pride of place and the opportunity for power, oh, that deceived him as well. Lot's enjoyment deceived him. Sodom was probably a very enjoyable city to live in. His family probably enjoyed it. His wife loved the shopping. His girls had a lot of fun and it was an enjoyable place to be, but his eyes, his esteem, his enjoyment deceived him. What else? His enemies, those he thought were his friends, deceived him. But what led him here? What got him to Sodom in the first place? That's what we're going to talk about for just a few moments today. 
we see here in verse number 7 of chapter 13 of Genesis, there was strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. Can I tell you that Lot's emotions deceived him? Lot's emotions deceived him. You know, Psalm 119 verse 165 says this, Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Nothing shall offend them. Well, it sounds like there was certainly some offense going on between Lot and Abram here. I, I don't want to make a mountain out of a molehill, but it's often that the devil is in the details. Tempers were running high between the employees of Lot and the employees of Abraham. I know that Abraham was the one that proposed the idea, the concept of separating, but put yourself in that situation. I can't say with certainty, of course, I don't want to be loud where the Bible is silent, but I can't say with certainty that Lot left because of anger or bitterness at Abraham, but I can say with certainty that a great many friends and acquaintances have left God's will over anger and bitterness. And how often when someone does leave under those circumstances, does it work out well for them? I would say privilege, but I don't know if that's the right word. I've been saddened to sit in the office as a pastor, as an associate pastor, as people, church members were counseled about what they had decided to do. And when I say decided to do, I mean oftentimes people come in for counseling from a pastor because they just want a rubber stamp on what they're already planning on doing. And so people would come in and say, pastor, this is what I'm planning on doing. And they would say, I believe it's the will of God, but underlying it. Now, please know, I'm not questioning their relationship with God, all those things, but there were some indicators that made me think that, oh, maybe it's not quite the will of God. Maybe there's some anger and some bitterness and some angst, angst and some vitriol and some strife like Lot and Abraham dealt with that are causing you to make this decision. Friend, let me counsel you. I don't know that that's wise. And I'm not telling you that the, the man of God I worked for, Pastor Joe Grimaldi, First Baptist Church of Kenmore in Akron, Ohio, I'm not telling you that he counseled every single person. You need to stay in this church. No, no. There are times when people need to leave and people need to go to other jobs and people need to make different decisions for their family all those types of things. But can I tell you, when anger and bitterness are the impetus, are the reason, are the underlying cause and current for which someone leaves God's will, and I'm not just talking about being a church member, I'm talking about stepping outside of the bounds of what you're supposed to be doing because of anger and bitterness, when that's the case, emotions can deceive you. Think about this. Lot's and Abram's employees are fighting constantly, can't get along. Lot and maybe Abraham, maybe they're starting to get a little irritated with the situation. Abraham, rightly so, he, he wanted cooler heads to prevail. Maybe, maybe Lot even had a legitimate beef with Abraham and his employees. So the proposal, you go one way, I'll go the other. It sounded like a good idea. And to Lot's frayed nerves, it was a way to make it work. But can I tell you, friend, Lot should have never left. You are going to see in your life what looks like greener grass with less friction somewhere, and you're going to want to chase it. But it's never worth it. Or should I say it's most likely not worth it. Anything that has emotion, anything that's going forward for the cause of Christ is going to have friction. We see here the deceit that Lot allowed himself to be confused by. My message is simple, and it can be summed up in this. What deceived Lot? And what will deceive you?
Was it enjoyment? Was it his eyes? Was it his esteem? Was it his enemies that he thought were his friends? Was it his emotions? Can I ask you, what's deceiving you today? What's causing you to even consider leaving the place where you know you are supposed to be? Ruminate on that for a moment. Think about that for just a moment. What's causing you to want to leave God's will? Is it one of those things I've already mentioned, or is God talking to you about something else? In just a moment, the announcer will come on, give you all sorts of different ways you can contact us. I'd love to hear from you. You can call in, you can send us a text, you can shoot us an email, multiple different options. But let me encourage you, don't leave God's will because of any of these things I've listed. And join us next week right here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. And consider coming to our open house, our grand opening, I should say, October 1st, 2022. Have a great day for His glory. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.